0: Hello and welcome to another rousing edition of Solid Steps Radio. <laughs> this is going to be rousing, brother. Well, it better be. Uh, <laughs> my name's Chad Russell. That's Kurt Souter. He's with Further Still Ministries, and we are a show for men by men, talking about things from a man's perspective, and we call it Solid Steps. We believe that you, men and ladies, we got some ladies to listen to, we thank you for listening, ladies, but we're talking to the guys primarily, and we believe, men, that you were men of, are men of destiny, that you were destined to walk with God through Jesus. And we just want to be a tool in your toolbox, guys. We don't pretend to have all the answers. We just want to talk about the one who does. And we just talk about things from a guy's perspective and from a faith perspective. And you may not have any faith at all. You may not even believe in God. But we're talking about things um, from God's perspective. And uh, we're trying to anyway, as as much as we can. And um, so we, we have a lot of history of our shows, have different topics. We've got topics on business, management, leadership, uh, family life, being a dad, being a husband, all those fun things. Uh, but today we're, we're talking about uh, the, in the impact of a man in your life is evident in almost every guy. We, we shared a, uh, we got a story coming up in a couple of weeks in, uh, about a, a, dad, a man who was impacted by his dad. But we said that every man's story almost always begins with, let me tell you about my dad. Right. Almost every guy has a story can work that into his story, either positive or negative. Right. In either way. And but you can also say, let me tell you about a man who impacted me. Uh, and we're going to talk today about a man who impacted. Uh, this is a relative quote. I mean, point that I'm getting ready to make. It's 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 very hard to measure this. But I think the man we're going to be talking about today is the most influential Christian in the 20th century that nobody knows. And when I'm going to mention some names here, and if you are in church world in any way, shape, or form, some of these names will round, uh, ring familiar to you: uh, Chip Ingram, Tony Evans, Chuck Swindoll, David Jeremiah, Bruce Wilkinson, Andy Stanley, Steve Farrar, Tommy Nelson. Uh, here's one you may know: Billy Graham <laughs> uh, <laughs> was was influenced by, mentored. Under this person who we're getting ready to talk about today, and you're like, "Well, who is this man behind who the curtain? Who is this right? guy? Oh my goodness!" Well, his name's Howard Hendricks, and Howard Hendricks is now with the Lord, and he's known affectionately around D- Dallas as the Prof. There was only one Prof; it was Howard Hendricks, and I think he taught for 113 years. <laughs> <it> seems like <laughs> I think, yeah, maybe, maybe not quite that long, but, but it's close. But we have a, a gentleman in the studio today who actually knew Howard, was in class with Howard and was mentored by Howard Hendrix. And so,
1: uh, Ray, it's great to have you with us, man. Hey, thanks for being letting let, let me be here. Uh, you know, uh, brother, uh, I'm, I'm a little envious of you. You gotta sit, I mean, I gotta listen to Howard Hendricks and uh, some of us in the audience are like, who is Howard Hendricks? So, uh, but before we talk about him, you, you, you are a pastor in Southern Indiana. Yep, that's right. You're at Graceland. Yep. You've been there for what, would you say two and a half years? Yeah, two plus years now. And uh you got you're married to Sarah. Yeah, and how long?
2: We have been married for over eleven years now. Awesome. Yep, June second, you, dude. You're still young. Two thousand six. You're a kid. No, how <laughs> old are you, Ray? I'm thirty-seven. Okay, I'm telling you.
0: I, I, if you see his pictures on our, <laughs> our Facebook, I swear I think he's like 20 some, twenty-two, twenty-three. <laughs> the work, a, the work that I had done. <laughs>
1: Is. I want to get your surgeon's name
0: because the kid, <laughs> I was expecting Ray Green to be an old dude. I really, I walked in and I'm like, Who, his son came today, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> You're a young
2: looking 37.
1: Oh, and, the, uh, and so, yeah, you are a young looking dude. Um, but uh, so you married to Sarah. You got two girls.
2: Yep, two girls. They're four and six. Emily is four. Addison is six. That's uh, yep. gifts from above. They are, definitely.
1: And uh, but I'm a little envious of you because you got to sit in numerous classes with H- Dr. Howard Hendricks. So tell us, uh, just tell us, introduce Dr. Hendricks um, just a little bit. You you uh, he's a he was a professor at Southern oh, Southern Seminary that's here in town <laughs> at Dallas Theological Seminary. Yep, that's right. For how long? For over fifty years. I don't
2: actually know the exact amount. When when I was um, under. His leadership, his tutelage, his mentorship, he had hit the 50 plus mark uh, for a while. And I, my first interaction with Prof was uh, I was visiting Dallas. I was praying about whether I should step into full time vocational ministry. And when I sat in one of his classes for the first time, I thought, I've got to make my way. And I, that was, I was living in Ohio. I had never, my, none of my family had really ever you know, lived outside of Ohio and to think about moving to Dallas, Texas, that's a long way. And I thought, you know what? I need to make the trek because this is a guy uh, who I can learn from, but more importantly, who I can try to emulate in many ways. Because when you learn from him, when you listen to him, when you just got a little snippet, you thought, you know, this is, I could, I could see Jesus. I can hear Jesus in him, you know? And I thought there's just not that many people, um, that made impressions like his his life print, just even that little opening segment into his life that I got to view. But even before I actually moved to Dallas and uh, ended up going to Dallas Theological Seminary, his life print already made it, a, and Devil mark on my life. He's
1: uh, he is one of these guys. Now uh, Dr. Hendricks has now gone to be with the Lord. That's right. So he's in glory. Yep. But I mean, Chad, you just rattled off some huge pastors, preachers, communicators of God's truth and Hendricks has influenced all of them and
0: those are those are the and I say this word not begrudgingly celebrity the, those are the popular yes. uh, ones not to mention the ones who are uh, the the Ray Greens of the world who yeah are just out pastoring churches right. across America yep. y- you know
1: uh, uh, almost everyone uh, not everyone but a, a vast majority of my professors up at Moody in Chicago, were all influenced the guy who mentored me yep yeah Harry Dr. Harry Shields mm-hmm. was influenced by Dr. Howard Hendricks it's amazing how his 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 prints are, are his you know, fingerprints are all over so i mean just yes. thousands and thousands yeah. of
0: people but hendricks beginning was pretty it didn't start off that way really i mean he did you did he didn't he was not on the trajectory of heading towards the the
2: professor of, of no. the century. No, he would share his story all the time, whether you know it was in his own home to us or whether it was in a classroom where he would talk about he was he grew up in Philly. He was an inner city kid. He was up to no good all the time. <laughs> and he shares about a teacher who one day said, You know, Howard, I've heard a lot of I've heard a lot of things about you and I think you're gonna do great things. And he, he shares about how one teacher who saw the best in him when no one else could just changed the trajectory of his life. And it, it's amazing. He went on to turn down, I think a full ride uh, to med school, uh, very, very intelligent, you know, and poured his life into so many. I remember one time in, in class, somebody asked him the question, you know, why didn't he stay a pastor? Because he did pastor uh, before he really moved into full-time teaching. And he said, I figured out that if I could disciple enough guys that I could lead the, the biggest church in the whole world. <laughs> and, and it was true. Right. He said that on any given Sunday, over 250,000 people were worshiping with the guys that he had mentored. Wow. And I thought that is exponential, right? The old saying goes, um, multiplication beats addition every time. Every and, time. and that was his
1: legacy he he understood the power of pouring into future leaders yes future preachers yep so okay so um you you, you moved down to Dallas you're yep. get, you, now you're you're enrolled in seminary tell us about the first class you sat you you had with him
2: you sit down and seminary just like any classroom setting it's sterile and you know you get out your notes and everything and and it, you know a professor Every professor is different, you know, whether you go to grad school or undergrad or whatever the case, or high school even. And he walks in, he's five foot four, he doesn't have any hair, and he's got a patch over one eye because he had had cancer. Um, and so... He, and at this time, he's already 80... He's in his 80s. Yeah, he's in his 80s. He, he walks in, and it's a an hour and a half class, okay? And, and most seminary classes that are an hour and a half feel like they're five hours, okay? <laughs> and... His class felt like it was five minutes. It was like he had more energy than any of us in the room. He captivated us with story after story after story. Humor, never looked at his notes, but just an incredible, powerful teacher. But more importantly, you knew that he was there for you, and he, you knew that he believed that you could change the world every single time that he shared anything.
1: <laughs> you know? And so uh, you're sitting there in... in Listening to all this, watch it. Not just listening, but you're watching him in action. Yeah, and your life is being absolutely transformed right before you. I mean, I mean, it's just happening. Yep, because of this man. Yes, five foot four, five foot four, no hair. Yep, kind of at the time. You know, I mean, he had been uh, battling cancer and all that, and was still the life of the party. He was, he was, and you know what? He always made time for anybody that wanted
2: to talk to him, anyone that had any questions. And, um, what I thought was so fascinating was he had more energy in his eighties than I had
1: in my (laughs) twenties. He just blew me away. That's, uh, um, so, okay. So you, you had how many classes with
2: him? I think I had over five with him. I made sure that my time at Dallas was well spent, and I tried to take everything I could. I rearranged even one semester just so that I could take
1: a class. that wasn't even needed, so I could take it with it. I mean, if you are in Christian leadership, you know Howard Hendricks. You know of Howard Hendricks. You've read his, his stuff. And we're going to continue to unpack that because he has changed your life. He's changed my life. And Chad's and many others, but we're going to take a break. We'll take a break, come back and hear more from Ray
0: Green and his experiences with Howard Hendricks on Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to our second segment of Solid Steps Radio. Thank you for listening. We hope you're listening on purpose. If you're listening on accident, we'll still take you. (laughs) We love uh, for you to pass this. We along. love our listeners. We do, and we when people stop us every now and then and says, "Hey, we enjoy listening to the show." That helps us out. But you know, one way you can help us is to pray for us. The other way is you can just pass this along to someone. If you hear this show, uh, and you can get all of our past shows commercial free thanks to our sponsors. Uh, we want to thank Bright Star and Ellen and Credit Union, both of those folks who partner up with us. But if you go to Facebook, SoundCloud. You can go to iTunes, and you just type in Solid Steps Radio, and you'll see our picture come up, and you click on that, and you can uh, subscribe to that, and we post our podcast of our weekend shows every Monday, commercial-free, so you can pass those along to someone and say, hey, you may enjoy listening to this.
1: Okay, so, uh, Ray, you sat under Howard Hendricks. uh, In in the break, you were telling us about a story... uh, Hendricks contracted you guys out for grades. I mean, you kind That's of, right. Uh, t- talk about that. And then his fr- your, he really challenged you. Yeah. So the way that some classes at Dallas worked was they, they saw that
2: you were going into ministry. So they're assuming there's a, there's a level, a high level of integrity. And so what they would do is they would say, if you want an A in this class, then you do these four, five, six, 10, 15, 20 things. If you want to be et cetera, Right. And they would just put that in the syllabus at the beginning of the class. Well Hendricks would contract every single grade like that and he would say you're going to give yourself your grade and I trust you. And because he would do that I, I think he challenged everyone to step up more. I stepped up more in his classes because he trusted us and he led with trust. So anyways, I'm working two jobs. Uh, I'm working around the clock. I'm exhausted. I'm stressed. And to be quite honest, I'm not a very good student in this particular semester. And I do this project. (laughs) And normally the graduate students would read your paper, you know, the Ph.D. students or whatever. And Hendricks happens to read the paper that I wrote. And he saw at the top, he just put the words, see me. I thought, oh no, here we go. <laughs> I didn't plagiarize it or anything, so I'm good there. But what what happened? I, I go into his office and he, he looks across the table, and he says, "Ray, I know that you have more in you, so let's see it." And it was from that moment that I, I just hit the I just hit the gas, and uh, it was a challenge. He, he he took more out of me. But you knew when he was challenging you that it wasn't about. he didn't he he you, you didn't feel condemnation. No, you never felt any kind it wasn't negative it was almost like hey i'm in your corner i want to see you succeed so let's 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 go for it and he would pull things out of you that's a mark of a great leader right or mentor Mm -hmm. he pulls things out of you you never even thought you had and that was certainly the case over and over and over
1: again uh, that's that's cool that that he saw the potential in you and uh, that story i mean i'm just thinking about how, you know our own kids and, mm-hmm. and you know the, our listeners right now. Who in your life, you know, does God want you to do what Hendricks did to yeah. Ray? Yeah, you I know. see in you, right? Those four letters. Yeah, that's oh. Uh, you, you talked in the break uh, some some. F- Four key areas mm-hmm. that you really you kind of boil it down yeah. of how Hendrix really influenced you. Talk about those. The first one I think
2: you mentioned was like I remember I remember I remember him telling uh, us that if you stop growing today, you stop teaching tomorrow. And he he talked about some areas of growth. In our life, and it, it, that was such a challenge to me. He he often would say this: "Like I want my students to drink from a, a running stream as opposed to a stagnant pool." Yeah, I've heard him say that. Yeah, and, and and then he would ask the question: "So, the people in your life, the people that you're teaching, the people that are in your influence or in your circles of friends, what are they drinking from you?" Mm. And you know, I, I was writing down a few things that I, I felt like these are the things that I that I would drank from him. Uh, the first one was, was focus. He would often say, there are certain things I can do, but I'm going to narrow it down to the one thing I must do. And, and I love that. And he would always quote Psalm 27, four, one thing I ask of the Lord, this is what I seek. That was David, mm-hmm. the, the Psalmist saying that. And he would just say, keep your eye on the target. You know, that there's a, there's a saying uh, leaders, fathers, moms, dads whatever the case is th- there's a bunch of things you can do but what is that 5% what is that 5% that you cannot delegate you cannot push away it, it, you have to own and you got to focus on that you got to narrow it down and he was really good about saying this is this my teaching this is what i need to focus on in my life and he was laser focused in it mm.
1: that's uh, that's that's rich so okay so uh focus what else? what else did he the second thing i was commitment I
2: remember that he would talk about how he was committed to teaching it was the switch that turned on his light he always talked about how teaching was the one thing he felt like that just made him come alive and he was he, he said I fear that we're we're creating declawed Christians mm-hmm. and so he said I want to teach and be tenacious about raising up next generation leaders who are completely committed to the things of Christ, that are completely committed to uh, the ministry, that are committed to following Jesus. And uh, at the time, I remember, like I was I was sharing with you that earlier about that, that paper that I'd written, he said, look, I know that it's in you. You have to be committed to it. Keep going. I know there's more inside of you that can be drawn out and you have to remain committed to it. Mm-hmm. And it was that tenaciousness that... You know that's old old fashioned grit, right? That that old John Wayne movie that <laughs> that I saw in him. You know, and I'll be honest with you, it's I need more of that in my own life. You know that that old fashioned grit, that's ten- that tenaciousness.
1: Well, as you're talking, Ray, I see I I and and you when you walked in the studio this morning, you you. You were all you're challenged anew just thinking back on Hendrix's life. Oh and yeah, I, I mean yeah. You, you just rise to a whole nother level yep. when you start thinking about what he used to teach, um, how and how he used to teach. Yeah. Uh, talk with us about um, discipleship and what you learned from him. The whole area of, of discipling others and and discipling, uh, you know, as a pastor.
2: Well, discipleship, mentoring, apprenticeship, I, I would say, bullet it all down. It, it, it's following Christ and taking others along with you in the, mm-hmm. in the process, being intentional about it. I know you, both of you guys have been impacted by discipleship, and, and men have poured into you. And we, as we were just celebrating, that those guys were maybe mentored or discipled by Hendricks, which is just an amazing life print um, looking back. But I love I love the quote of this one author. He says, you know, in, in one sense, mentorship is one soul talking to another and, and, and Hendrix he would imprint his heart on yours. Mm-hmm. And that's what I loved. It wasn't just head. It wasn't just a, a list, but it was his heart. And, and it was literally, he just wanted your heart to feel the same thing that his did. And and I think when it comes to discipleship, that's what we what I want to do with the with the guys that I'm pouring into, that I want to imprint my heart my my life into theirs, and that's a whole other category. That's a whole other um, elevation of mentorship and discipleship. And he would do it in in multiple ways. And and really the biggest way I saw Hendricks. Uh, discipling men in particular, even the Dallas Cowboys, he was the chaplain and, and leading so many to the Lord and so many impacting lives. It, it, he would teach the spiritual disciplines and, and disciplines, not a word we like, especially in our culture today. I mean, we want it quick. We want it easy. I'm not a millennial. I'm on the, I'm kind of a hybrid millennial, <laughs> <laughs> but you look like one, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we, what we want, you know, we want, we want it quick and easy. And now, and um, but he taught about the spiritual disciplines that the the, the, the dad we want to be, the leader we want to be, the the man that we we want to become. It really does come through the spiritual disciplines,
1: the the spiritual practices. Yeah, in our culture today, we have really struggled to implement those in a, in a consistent manner. And Hendricks was all about that. He was. I mean, he w- he would hammer on the spiritual practices. Uh, um, share just a little bit, and then we'll take a break, and we'll unpack a- more of that in the next segment. But uh, what was one of the spiritual practices that he really touched, you know, with you,
2: Ray? Well, I think in the next segment I'd love to talk about how he 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 would uh, impress upon our hearts a- God's word in that spiritual discipline of reading and, and really dissecting God's word. But uh, real quickly, one of the ones was stewardship. And he would always talk about time. You know, you you, you have stewardship of your time, talents, and treasure. Yep. And we've heard that, that phrase a lot. But one of them was time. And he always talked about how he bought this counter that was a reverse counter. He said if he had 80 years, which he was already at, but if he had 80 years, it was a good life. And it counted down every day. And it was seconds, minutes, et cetera. And it just was to help him understand his time is quickly being drawn away. That's good stuff. That that'll get you
0: thinking. Well I tell you, we're gonna take a break, we're gonna come back and hear more from Ray Green and hearing more about Howard Hendricks. And we're gonna have a actually I'm gonna post on our Facebook page a library of just hours literally of Howard Hendricks teachings that's available. Uh, that you can go to and just click on and listen to a lot of his teachings because you, you we're talking about this man where you actually can hear him talking over the decades about different topics and, and different uh, aspects of life. So we're going to take a break. We thank you for listening to Solid Steps Radio.